was this letter I read. If you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain, if you're not into yoga, if you have half a brain, if you like making love at midnight in the dunes of the Cape, then I'm the love that you've looked for. Write to me and escape. Hello and welcome to episode 20 of Grumblings from the Cheap Seats. It's our 20th episode spectacular for Thanksgiving. I should clarify Canadian Thanksgiving for our American fans out there. You know, I'd like to celebrate that we have, for the 20th episode, we've had 20 total listens for 20 episodes. It's true. This is true. Right. And I, actually, I think you're rounding up. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's an optimistic count. Yeah. So and I'm enjoying my adult beverage here, my yes, pina colada. Joe is having a pina colada now. It's actually why we've been uh, we we were a couple of days late this week. Uh, Joe has been drowning his sorrows in pina coladas. He's he had a um, I guess he had a run in with uh, Marion Fletcher the other day on uh, social media, and uh, it just didn't go well. So yeah, yeah. and I, I felt the only acceptable uh, response was to get girl drink drunk. That's, yeah, I think so. So that's, that's your answer to everything. So, I mean, I really think we should start today by, by talking about what we're thankful for. Let's, let's, let's talk about what we're thankful for. I'm thankful for that. The um, Boston Tampa game is what in the bottom of the 13th. Have you seen this? It's still no. tied at four. That's what you're thankful for. Okay. Well, it's a barn burner. Not like, not, not, like your fa- not like your family or anything. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh, All right. Uh-huh, yeah. All right. I, well, I, I can probably say I haven't watched an inning of baseball since the Jays were eliminated. Uh-huh. That's uh-huh. What you're I, is that, is I'm, that what you're I'm, thankful for? Yes. I'm, I'm thankful for my um, baseball abstinence. All right. Well, I'll just go ahead and say okay, that. Okay, I'm, I'm thankful for my general abstinence. All right. It's, uh, it's, th- it's, it's not voluntary, though. Yeah. I'm, I'm thankful for German shysta porn midget video, midget porn videos. No? All right, I'll cut that out. Yeah. No, dark. Very, very dark. Okay, very dark. and take two. Take two. Let's I'll start cut, over. I'll, I'll cut that out. I'll cut Welcome that out. to episode 20, <laughs> yeah. the Pina edition. Joe's got a Pina. tall glass of milk. Did you say the penis edition? Isn't every issue? issue uh, no, there's nothing there. Never mind. No, no. Okay, take no. three. <laughs> take three. All right. Dang well, it. welcome to the episode, nonetheless. Um, yeah. So uh, it's over. The Blue Jays are officially over. So let's. We, we did a postmortem last week, but it was I, it was a very fragile I, postmortem of we want we want to be wrong. It, we wanted to we wanted to be wrong and. I guess to be fair, um, they did. I, I I hate saying this, but really, given the circumstances, like forget about the bullpen and all. I hate I hate using those excuses of the bullpen did this and the bullpen lost these games. I mean, I think that happens to every team, except somehow to Tampa. I don't understand how it yeah. doesn't. But I think it, I, I think if you really needed to point to something and. Uh, they didn't make an excuse of it all year, and so I don't want to make an excuse of it either. But, but it was the three homes. I think that's what did it. I think, I think I'm, I think I'm pretty comfortable. Uh, I'm comfortable saying like, sorry. What, what's is is is, is 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 that the German website? Yeah, sorry, Poland, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> is that the 
<laughs> oh, uh, I was trying to think of a name. Oh, Heinz. <laughs> Giddy, oh, up von, Giddy up von Buten. Oh, Heinrich, you had some spicy burritos today. Wait, that went like a little bit Mexican. That was yeah. No, yeah. And the <laughs> accents have returned. <laughs> Um, anyway, I, I, I really do think that had the Jays played in Toronto all year, it's at least good for three more wins. Like, I think they're in the playoffs if they were in Toronto all year. So not an excuse. It sucks because I know I know we keep saying that um, um, this team is just getting started, but you never know what happens. So it sucks to blow an opportunity. But so, I, I, maybe I'm being too optimistic or, or, or I'm not being sarcastic. I, That's very no, unlike, no, no, very no. unlike you to be too optimistic. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. But or maybe not optimistic is not the right word, like, but, but being too hopeful about it. But I think part of, you know, with them being on oh, the road, Boston really helped just, them. Uh, Boston just walked them off. Oh, good for them. Took them 13 innings. Yeah. Anyway, wait, go ahead. Uh, okay, I'll go back. I want to go back to the playoffs, but I say like, I think maybe, it's been a good, you know, this year and a half on the road really like kind of cemented these guys as a team, you know, and, and maybe that helps someone like Simeon and Ray, you know, like really want to be part of this, uh, this group. Now I know it's money, money talks and all that stuff. So who knows? Money um, talks and bullshit walks. Is that what yes. they say? Yeah. Is, but, that, what, I don't is know. that what they say? I, I think so. But I feel like at the, like being such a young team and like growing together. And I, I really feel like this cemented them as a group, but I don't know. Maybe I'm being too like. I hope so. Like like Hollywood about it, but. Well, you know what? Let, let well, okay. Well, I want to hear your opinion first. I. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Hey, hey, shut up for a second. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. What are you, are you tied up with Franz? Yeah. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I don't know about the three ballpark thing. I mean, I, I get it. I, I get there's some inconvenience, but there's a part of me too that the Jays might have benefited playing at Buffalo for as long as they did. I, I mean, if you want to talk, you, you take the fans out of the equation, you take the, you know, the home aesthetics out of the equation. They played a good chunk of their games in a minor league ballpark. And they had some pretty ridiculous offensive numbers. Yeah, but in the those pitchers, ballparks. But the pitchers were complaining, right? The pitchers. Of, of course they were, but I mean, like. Yeah, but they. I, I don't think. Like, benefit. Were their road splits like that different? Like, if you look at. I, I, I don't. I, I, I don't think curious. they were. Well, if, they, if they were, if they were, they they would have been like, it would have been on every broadcast, like showing. They've been, like, they've been talking about it. Uh, well, I'm gonna look it up. Maybe I'm not gonna say anything till I look it up. Yeah, like I can't imagine like Vlad has this ridiculous uh, home and away split in his stats. No, no, maybe not. I, I, and I'm not saying it's pivotal. Like I, I'm not, I'm not saying they would have only won 85 games if they didn't play in Buffalo. But I'm not. I, I can't comfortably say they would have done 195 if they played, you know, an extra 10 in Toronto. There, I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of woulda, coulda you could point it, at, at. Exactly. At I, a host of things, and at the end of the day, it is. What it the is what it is. is. I, I think if you really want to nail it down, and and again, not to make an excuse, but if you want to find a viable possibility that you know, especially if you're looking at things like war, I think George Springer only playing 49 games was the biggest negative yeah, impact on this on this team. Period. 
That's true, but I mean, but what bigger than Chatwood? Yeah, I'm, maybe. I, I mean, just, I just wanted to get a reaction by just, saying just Chatwood. Wanted to say Chatwood, Delise, Hand. Um, yeah, I mean, there were four. I mean, good, good pitchers are going to blow games too. And you know, we were talking about this. Um, you know, Garrett Cole's making thirty-six million dollars a year, and he's. I won't say choked, but he's underperformed in like the four most important games down the stretch. And, you know, Tanner Rourke had four horrible games at the beginning of the season. Now, I'm, not, I'm not comparing Tanner Rourke to Cole directly, well, but I, I think you just did. I, I did. But I mean, like you had four games lost by Rourke and we can say, yeah, okay, well, Rourke cost us four games, but Garrett Cole feasibly cost the Yankees four games you know, in the final three weeks of the season when wins really mattered. Yeah, but he also won them 15 or so, right? Of of course, of course he did. Of course he did. And, uh, you know, yes, Chatwood was, you know, a tire fire. Dolis was a tire. We couldn't get Dolis out of here fast enough. And (laughs) And the only problem is he he walked away so slowly. Yeah, that's true. They they had to tell tell him 15 times. They're like, Dolis, you're not on the team anymore. Okay. 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 I, I come back. I go <laughs> yeah. to I go to bullpen. They're like, I clean now. I clean. <laughs> Just, all, all, all the lights are off in the stadium, and he's still warming up. Yeah. Oh, you're you're not on the team anymore. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. See, see oh. you tomorrow. Yeah. Mr. Tomorrow. Superman, he no home. <laughs> see, I'm not the one doing the accents today. Yeah, um, but I, I do them well. Yeah, but you also okay. did a Mexican accent and a German porn. <laughs> <laughs> German shyster video. I can't um, either way, yeah, there's there's a hundred reasons. You know what? They still won 91 games. So, which is ridiculous that they're a fourth place. Uh, absolutely, they're a fourth, fourth place right? Team. It's 91 it games. It's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a, okay. Here here it is. They were 25 and 11 in Toronto, 12 and 11 in Buffalo, 12 and 11 in Buffalo, 10 and 11 in Dunedin. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but the, the, I, I was thinking more um, like Vlad, like, like and like, they were yeah, forty-four. Vlad. They were forty-four and thirty-eight everywhere else. Yeah, but I mean, who cares what Vlad? It's the it's the team's record, right? Yeah. So I mean, I think the no, whole no, no, point no, was. I'm going to the point of Will saying that it was a hitter's park, and they benefited oh, from that. playing in Buffalo, right? And it's like I don't think there's a dramatic difference in the way they performed the stats they put up in Buffalo than they did everywhere else. Yeah, but it's that's, it that's must, all I'm it, saying. It, it must be weird to be playing in a stadium that is your home stadium and have like the Tampa Bay Ray fans booing you. No, yeah, I totally well, agree. Well, I there, there, there were no agree. there were no Tampa Bay fans anywhere booing no. anybody. Okay, uh, no, but <laughs> that's just fine. I'll admit that I think like the absolute worst example I could find. <laughs> Tampa Bay has three fans, and they were yeah. there. Three fans. Yeah. No, but no joke. I, you know, how many times I turned on the TV and I'm like, oh, they're playing in in New York, like, and and I'm like, oh, it's a home game. Yeah. Right. Because you'd hear the cheer, like they'd be absolutely, they'd be booing the Jays and like cheering yep. for the Yankees, the Red Sox, and I'm like, this is ridiculous. The, this, the Yankees, Yankees in Dunedin, Yankees in Buffalo, Boston in Buffalo. Um, no, absolutely. I remember, I remember Philadelphia in 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 Tampa. Well, and the part of that is because. The Philly Spring Training Complex is like a five-minute walk from the J yeah. Spring Training. That's why they so play them. That's why they play them twenty times in spring training. Yeah, so there there was yeah. a good overlap there, and yeah, you had the people that would only ever watch Philly Spring Training, and they're watching 
Philly's regular season in Dunedin. No, okay, so- I, I think Dunedin was a bigger issue than Buffalo, and but but either way, I'm again. I'm, just, I'm, 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 not, I'm not saying it's the excuse, but but let, let's pile everything together. I, I know it's like best case scenario and all of that stuff, but let's just go down the middle of the road. Let's even say that being in Toronto, I'm not saying 25 and 11 is nuts, wherever they were in Toronto. What did I yeah. say? That's yeah. nuts. But let's say that being in Toronto all year gets them two, two more wins. Let's just say two. Okay. And let's say George Springer being, but to your point, Will, I think George Springer playing 140 games this year gets them what, what's his war it's like seven okay so george springer being in the lineup all season alone yeah. um gets them in the playoffs but george springer being in the playoff being in this in the roster all year or on the not injured all year gets them in the playoffs alone i think being at home either wins them the division or they're right there they're two games out of the division sure sure but you know they also split a four-game series in minnesota at the end of the season. Yeah, but, okay. but, but it you came could... to that, but that happens. That happens. Right. Yeah, and they, I mean... also, they also got swept in Washington. Yeah. You ask me, that's worse. The yeah, Washington yeah. one that's, is far worse. That's, and, baseball. And that's baseball. Well, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, so, I mean, like, you know, they, they, yes, they could have been home at the Rogers Center. And hey, hey, in New York, didn't New York get swept by, by Baltimore. Baltimore? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, you, you can't, you can't pick you can't pick and choose these series they happen you win you lose whatever right 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 and and the good teams balance out at the end right and then yeah. it's just just like this guy in this video i'm watching he lost yeah <laughs> yeah it's, it's not balanced out no. i think he's, i think everyone loses he, and <laughs> and the viewer he's he's definitely the stickiest yeah well yeah. to be to, to be honest what i actually have on right now is the 24 7 elf channel so that's what i'm watching right now so oh, uh, that's no harm there. So listen, oh. before before we get into why, why a couple of other things in here, I actually want to talk about the uh, the off season outlook kind of thing because I heard a couple of takes um, by I, I I didn't tell you what they were yet, but by um, Buck Martinez and Shai Davidi. Um, so Bob McGowan asked them straight up, if you had to pick one of uh, Simeon or Ray, who do you pick? And they both said Simeon. That's mm-hmm. the priority. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said a couple of reasons. One was he can affect your team every day on the field. Mm-hmm. He has a positive influence on the young on the young guys. Um, but but additionally, um, and I think there's some more, a little bit more uh, sanity coming to the whole Ray thing right now. And, and I'll, I'll, I'll preface it with what Shai Davidi said. He said actually he would actually was it, it was both of them. Um, he said actually. I would even sign Mats before Ray because one, he's more attainable and he's more attainable than Ray. But he said that it's more likely that Mats repeats and, and, and improves upon where he was this year than Ray. They said Ray, and it's true, Ray is a max effort guy with basically two pitches. So there is maybe, I don't know, likelihood, I don't know what the word you want to use is, but there's every chance that he's not this anymore next year. Right. So, so they said, they said the, that, that's where they went with it. Like sign Matt, get that out of the way. So at least you have three starters uh, and go and go ahead and sign and sign Simeon and uh, go from there. What do you think about that? I agree with it. I mean, I don't know so much about the Matt's part, but I would prioritize Simeon over, over Ray. I, uh, I I'm all in on Marcus Simeon right away. Like I said, I, I wanted a ridiculous contract on in his agents, like email 
like three days ago. But no, but what, but, there, but I'll, I'll just, no, but I just, just want to throw a variable in there. I just want to yeah. throw sorry, I just want to throw one variable in there. There's a there's a CBA the, the CBA expires on in December, right? Yep. And Marcus Simeon is apparently quite involved with the uh, with the uh, players union. He's, he might be the rep. He's the rep, but he's also apparently like very involved. So yeah. I wonder how that stalls things. Right? It, is he going to sign anytime soon? Probably not. No, and if they, if there's if there's risk of a labor disruption, no one will sign. So, right. at least not till December. It won't no, happen. And, and I'm I'm not saying that I want Simeon to sign today. I would love Simeon to sign today, but Simeon's not signing today. My whole theory is just be aggressive with him. Don't let anybody else talk to him before he has an offer from the Blue Jays. I'm sure they've already told him like this is we're prepared to do this. I, I, uh, let I, us know. I, I, I want a firm offer. I don't want hypotheticals. I don't want, well, we could see doing this and come back to no, us. No, 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 no. I mean, I no, mean, I how, would, would, uh, how would any of us ever know? Like, no, this, I, I'm, we won't. We won't. So, but, so you're, okay. My, my point is that I don't understand the lot, this, this talk about prioritizing one over the other. You're telling me like they're only allowed to talk to one. And then when we're done with you, we'll talk to them. Of course, to talk to them simultaneously. Right. And if, if one decides to sign before the other, that doesn't mean that they prioritized one over the other. It just means one guy made a decision before the other guy did. Well, you'll, right. you'll never you'll never know, though. Right. So that's who the, cares? Like, I, yeah. I, I think like, he's look, not saying he's not saying I don't think he's saying based on what you see the person signing. I think he's just saying internally, that's what they should do. And we'll never know what they do internally. Well, see, I think I don't know, but I'm just saying if it was me, I'd shoot for both. And see what see which one you get, right? Yeah, it's not like, be... yeah, but I don't understand. It's not like, oh, if I don't get Ray, I have to get Simeon. They have nothing to do with each other. They're yeah, completely I know, but, but independent offers. But, but you could go to. I, I, I'm just making stuff up. I'm just totally making up numbers here, right? But you could go more aggressively after Simeon than Ray. You could say to Ray, like, we'll pay you twenty million, but you, but that, that's it. We'll give you twenty million. If, I'm making this up. I'm not saying suggesting this. We'll give you twenty million three years, and that's what we'll offer you. And then go to Simeon and say, and, and go over the top, give him an extra year and well, that's, $5 million. That's I, that, what I, I mean. I, I could okay. see that because I could see they're, they're going to have a budget. There's yeah. obviously going to be a budget. And you might need to break your budget on one of these two guys. And it's who are you prepared to realistically overpay for? What scares me about Robbie Ray is we all know that pitching is a hot commodity. And we all know that everybody wants a left-handed power arm. I could see Robbie Ray some getting somewhere around thirty million dollars a year somewhere. But do you want to give him that? No, I, 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 I am yeah. not. Again, it's no, but, not my but money. You know what? Hold on. The, the thing about Ray, which is interesting, which nobody talks about, is that I could easily see him as being a high leverage bullpen guy in year three, right? And I don't care how much they're paying him. Like if if he's a great starter for the next two years, yeah, right. And then in year three, he becomes like this lights out ninth inning guy how's that a bad thing yeah but well, he could he could be if if, if ray was uh, was um steven match this year we would have all been happy right sure okay he, that, he could be that next year and so, I, i'd be and fine, fine with, with that my, not, my a 30, thing, not a 30 million dollars i don't think he's gonna get 30 million from anybody well i don't know man like i oh, I, I don't think he's gonna I, get 30. I, I really don't know like i i could see the angels i could see the angels um, I don't think the Dodgers will because I think the Dodgers are going to go hard after Scherzer and just pay Scherzer a ton of money. 
I could see the Angels do offering him like three years, $90 million. I genuinely, because they know they've only got Otani for so long. Um, Trout's getting older. I, I think they're at a point where they have to win now, no matter what. Oh. And, and three years of Robbie Ray. What, what, what's what, the only thing that makes me hesitant about Robbie Ray. And, and I'm, I'm, I want Robbie Ray. I want Robbie Ray to be here. I'll, I'll preface that. If Robbie Ray derails and if Robbie Ray loses his value, it's because he's going to start walking guys again. And he's going to start losing command of the strike zone and he's going to be the wild Robbie Ray that he was in Arizona. And that's not a high leverage bullpen arm. Like period. So for me, it's Robbie Ray's kind of all or nothing. Either he's an elite starter or, you know, he's something less. And I, again, I, it, it's not my money. It's not my budget. It's, it's whatever. I'm been openly comfortable. If you give Robbie Ray four years, $80 million, as long as he's something similar to this year for the next two or three years of that contract, I don't care. I don't care if he's a bum. I don't care if you have to release him. Yeah, but $20 million and, is like reunit. That's I can take, I can, I don't yeah. care. It's not my money, but still though, it's still, you know, it's going to hamper them if they give him $30 million and he's a bum. A bum. Yeah, and, and I, See, I don't think I don't care if they give both of them 30 million. Yeah. I absolutely don't give a shit. Right? You it's, should though. You should though. And not because it's your money, but because there is a budget. And if they give them both $30 million, they won't sign somebody else. That's why you should care. No. You don't agree? But well, if, I don't, if, they, if they don't sign somebody, if they sign just those, if they essentially bring this team back next year, I'd have no issue with that. Yeah, but that hampers them in other years. No, what, Does it? Not, not if you do it wisely. Not if we deal with the windows. What Can you I don't imagine? Like, sorry. If, 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 sorry, I'll, I'll yeah. cut you off. But you, you Imagine you bring back this team, perform the same way, and imagine we're going to get close to like the 3 million fans again. You think that they're not going to want to spend money on this team? Like... I, I didn't and, say and, they're not going to spend money, but 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 what are, where are you now? You're no, at take, 100. Sorry, but but take that away, because what you're going to have next year too is you're going to have Jose Barrios instead of Tanner Roark and Ross yeah. Stripling. Yeah, right. You're, you're you're going to get 30 starts out of Jose Barrios instead of what eight, mm-hmm. and you know if you bring this team back next year as is, you know, and you've got that Barrios option, um. I think there's easily the three or four wins that we're looking for there. Right. And, and I mean, that kind of, that's going to segue me into kind of what we I put down as well. It's you need, they need, sorry, they need to extend Jose Barrios this winter. Yeah, well, hold on. I, I cut that out of the uh, schedule. We're not talking about that today. Well, but we are because okay. I just did. Fine. It's he, I've lost he, control of the room. Yes. It's just put yourself on mute. He, losing Barrios next year, I think is a bigger impact than losing Ray this year. And I think Barrios is the type of guy that you can anchor on the top two year rotation for the next six or seven years and have a very good front one and two of Barrios and Alec Manoa. And that's why, that's why I'm not as concerned about Robbie Ray, because if you lose Robbie Ray, if you lose Robbie Ray and yes, you end up with bringing back Steven Matz and, and finding a, you know, a viable fourth or fifth starter, depending on what you do with Ryu. I am very comfortable with my number one and number two being Jose Barrios and Alec Manoa. I'm, I'm very comfortable with that. So, so, you know, another, another piece of roster construction that I didn't even think of 
Um, but the Blue Jays right now have four catchers on their 40 man roster. Right? Yeah, so, that, that, it won't be like that in spring. Um, no, somebody, no, but what I'm saying is that what one or two of them are, are going to go. Yeah, Reese McGuire will be traded. Uh, well, Reese McGuire or Kirk? Well, I don't depends. care if all three of them are gone. Like they could. Yeah. Everybody that I've, that I've been listening to, and I don't have an opinion because I don't know enough to say it, but but every single person I've, been, I've heard speaking ha, it has a very high opinion of of, um, of um, Jansen. I, I think he's, I think there's a lot to be desired in his bat, especially with the average. But I think Jansen's fine. I think Jansen with a better backup option I think Jansen in a very deep lineup is, is fine. What's the other guy's name? What's the young guy's name again? Gabriel Mourinho. They, they, he broke a finger this year, I think, or a thumb yeah. or something. Yeah. They, they were mentioning that if that hadn't happened, he would have been competing for a job in spring training this year. And he could be up at some point during the year. Yeah, I or, wouldn't be surprised. Or, or if they get a better option, they, they also said they have to start moving him off that position then. They, he, like he, he played like a month of third base this season hmm. just anyway. to kind of have a little bit of flexibility with him, but he's good. He's very, very, very good. I don't know. Like, like I've again, like Jansen's been at it for what? This is his fourth year. Probably with the team. And it's just, okay. Like I don't expect much of a bat out of a catcher, right? Like it's, it's fine, but even, could he even throw runners out like that. That's the other thing. I, yeah, he's he he did all right with that. He did, did he? all right with. I yeah. think his average was really low league wide. I think like I, I I'd have to look it up. We would have to look, look it up, up. but but I, I don't think it's atrocious. I think it's I think it's passable. I but, but I say like that's if you if you take every attribute of Jansen at the end of the day, it's like meh, right? Like it, it's yeah, and I'm, like, I'm, okay, he's okay. Like he's not he's he's no uh, Tolly. Right. Like I'm right. not right where he's just a void. I'm saying, but he's just, I say highly replaceable. Like, yeah, I don't I, think you'd miss him if he was. No, but I mean, I take a look at catchers in general right now. Like there's, he's, he's only two, he only has two years of service time, by the way. There's, there's elite. No, but he's catcher. played parts of four seasons. He must have. Yeah. Bits and pieces, but he's probably accumulated for two years full. Oh yeah. You're right. Um, there's elite catchers, right? There's like probably four catchers at the top of the mountain. Then there's bad catchers, the Tolies and I mean Tolies not in baseball anymore, so that's not fair, but like the Luke Maleys. And then I think everybody else is just kind of, yeah, a guy. And if he's not hurting you, he's fine. I I, I just I feel like there's no in between him with him. He's like either red hot or stone cold. And and I, and, and I think and that's I think, and that's frustrating, I guess, right? To watch. What what are these on Fangraphs? I don't really understand what this is, but there's like an offensive stat, the defensive stat. There's like I don't know. Yeah, what defensive they, matrix, and he should rank pretty high in defensive. He's matrix. he's zero point two on offense and eight point eight on defense, yeah. and for his career, he's minus seventeen point one on offense and twenty nine point two on defense. So and, and that's what they like about him. And 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 Ryu obviously really liked him. He would only let him he'd only pitch to him. Um, I think that's because they went to a Korean barbecue once together. A hundred percent. Um 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I think if we kind of objectively looked at 70% of the catchers in Major League Baseball, I, there's a lot of Danny Jansons out there. And like, and eventually Gabriel Mourinho will be here. And if all things project as they're supposed to project, he'll be one of the elites like the Sal Perez's and the JT Real Mutos. And the, there aren't... There I, aren't I don't know if, I, if, if I'm reading this right, but it looks like they've he's been 19 bases have been stolen on him and he's only thrown out five does that does that sound career, right career wise no no no. this season yeah this season uh are you looking on fan graphs baseball reference yeah it's the same i see that it's sb catcher slash pitcher stolen bases caught then catcher pitchers caught stealing five i don't know what that means well because yeah there's um that's a it's just twenty one percent throw rate, so I don't know if that's good. I, I really don't know. I don't know what league. Yeah, I'm no, no. I, 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 I'm gonna objectively say that's probably median. Um, yeah. I think if you're throwing out one out of four, you're probably pretty good. I mean, yeah, I, I wouldn't know. And it's interesting that they've got the pitcher holding accountability in there too, because that's a big part of it. It says around 30% is average. Is average. All right. So he's subpar this year. What's his, does it show his career? Um, for his career. I don't even remember where I was looking at that now. So um, I don't know. I'll keep looking while you guys keep talking about this. Oh, for his career, uh, 35 for 109. So that's pretty close to 30%. You know what's funny? Um, if you look at Kirk, Kirk only, 32%. Played, Kirk only played 44 games. And what did I see here? Uh, 26 bases have been stolen on him. Yeah. Right? And what was Kirk again? 19? Uh, not Jan- Kirk. Sorry, Jansen. 19. And he played double, like I think almost double the amount of games. Right? So, I mean, yeah. that's kind of not a good look on Kirk. Well, it's hard for him to stand up with hip dysplasia. <laughs> I thought he was standing up. I thought he caught standing <laughs> up. It, it, it was so. It was funny though because when Buck was talking about uh, Teles, he's like, he was basically like, "Well, well, Bob, he's so fat." <laughs> he said it like He's like, he's like four foot tall and he's so fat. Um, so Teles or Kirk? Sorry, uh, sorry. Same, same, same guy. It's the same. No, but Teles is like six five. Like, yeah, Teles. Plus is a monster. Uh, Buck Martinez hates Alejandro Kirk. Absolutely hates Alejandro Kirk for like racist reasons. Can't no. be a racist. No, so, no, him. no. It, 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 because he's a catcher, and he's an old school catcher. That's but true. He thinks, he, he, he thinks that Kirk's lazy, and Kirk he, is lazy. He he was going. I heard him going off once about when guys are catching balls on their on their going down on one knee, going by on one knee. Yeah, yeah. Or framing pitches. He hates that too. Yeah, he's like, no, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta go into that dead knee squat. And never stand up and stretch your legs. Like, be yeah. a man. Um, so, uh, what else here? Like, who, who did they go after? There's, like, there's lots of options here. For, let's say, aside from... So, let's say they sign uh, Simeon and Ray. Is that it? Does third base remain as uh, yep. Espinal? Yep. Or, or Espinal or... It's, or or uh, Escobal. 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 Okay. Um, Espinal or the field. Yeah. They'll, it'll be an internal... Or it'll be, you know, a Jake Lamb. It'll be a guy what on a... What happened to him? I had, you didn't see him at all they, at the end of the season. They, they DFA'd him because they brought up Escobar. 
Oh, right. Yes. When, okay. when, when, when Espinal, I'll say it properly, um, came off the IL, they needed the space, so they DFA'd Jake Lamb. Yeah, you also, who, who you didn't see get a single at bat was, um, uh, oh, Christ, why, why am I totally losing his name? Bo the Jackson? other son of him, huh? Biggio. Biggio. Jackson. Biggio. Biggio. Yeah. Right? yeah no, like, I, what does that tell you? He did get some at bats, but. Did he? B- I don't think he got a single he at did. bat. Yes, he did. He did. He played first base in that game. Yeah, he took a when Vlad needed a day off, but I think he took a mean walk. Um, yeah, and I, I don't mind Biggio if Biggio's a utility oh, guy yeah, for sure. I, I think he's a fantastic, like like a go like do a one option off the bench. Like that's fantastic. Yeah, if like somebody that, needs right? a day off, he'll just he can, he can play anywhere. And that, I think that's a great guy to have as a starter. Yeah. No. I just I just don't see it. I I agree. I agree. I think he's been exposed. And I think if it's a question of getting anybody a day off, it really uh, literally having a guy who can do everything but pitch and catch. And I'm sure if it was a pinch, he could catch. Um, yeah, but do you know, but you know who could do everything and pitch and catch? Russell Martin. Russell Martin. Goins. 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 Yeah. yeah. Goins probably does that for Team Mexico. It's just and, him. And they just let him go. Yeah. It's just him. <laughs> um, um, but but so, uh, what does what does Ramirez have left? That he, he is he even in arbitration yet? He's got two club options left. Okay. He signed he signed one of those like Vladdy Guerrero contracts when he was like sixteen. So so he's cheap. Guriel contract. Well, no, because no, Vladdy Vla, oh, Vladdy was a developmental contract. Oh, okay, right, and and Guriel I think signed a major league contract out of Cuba. Okay, but, but so, Guriel so he, signed like a seven-year contract or something. Yeah, yeah. But like Vladdy's was like a ten. They signed him when he was sixteen. But so he's cheap, isn't he? Ramirez, twelve, 12 mil for twenty twenty-two, and I think fourteen mil for twenty twenty-three. So if you can get him in a trade and you sign Semin in a raid, you still go try and get him. I yeah, I mean it's it's not. I, I it's being greedy, and. So. I, 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 again, I'm okay with it, but I think if you were to do that, you'd have to be pretty comfortable with him leaving after two years. Um, you know, because if, if he projects the way he continues to project, I, I mean, he's a 25 mil plus guy. And, and eventually that does get to the point where you can only have so many $25 million guys. That's okay. So, I mean, you have like a pretty open window right now, right? We, like, you'd have you'd have a, you'd have a ridiculous two years if you if you go and get him, and you know you've locked up Simeon for five years, and you've locked Ray up for three or four years, and you've got at least two years. Um, well, it's, it's it's not a lot very different from getting Donaldson for two years. Yeah, yeah, right? and and the other thing I don't know is I wonder if, I mean, it's going to be a bit of a hefty number anyway, but I wonder. Because he signed that developmental contract, I wonder after the team options if he goes into arbitration or if he's a UFA. If he goes into arbitration, I'd, I'd feel a lot better about it because you can you could at least give him a qualifying offer. Well, Vladdy is going into arbitration. Yeah. So this year, I think it's next year. Next, next year, year, but I mean, he goes into this, arbitration. This year is uh, Hernandez, right? No, I yeah. know, but I'm just—he's asking. No, if I'm asking. Guys signed those contracts, going to arbitration. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, but I, I don't know if you guys agree with this, but I think if if they lose Simeon and have Ray, I think they're they're a worse team than if the reverse happens. I agree. If they, they sign Ray and don't get Simeon. I agree. Okay, but every okay, and and 
I agree, right? I think I think Simeon has a bigger impact day to day, like hundred percent. I'm not arguing with that at all. Uh, but I think I think we could all agree that no one thinks that Simeon's going to have the same year next year. Mm-mm. No, right? but I, I, I'm like, like if, he could drop to 25 home runs next year, right? And but and, and the, if if you're getting 25 home runs out of your second baseman, no, no, no. I, I'm saying that's totally fine. I think yeah. that we, but knowing the fans in this city, right? A lot of the dumbasses are going to say that he's having a down year. Oh, he oh, got yeah. he he cashed oh, in. Yeah, yeah, of course. You're right. You're totally right. Like there was even a take I saw. Somebody posted something on Twitter that showed um, George Springer dancing in the dugout, and they're like, "We pay you too much money to be having fun out there. You should be more serious." Like that's yeah. a Toronto fan. Those so people you're don't. Right. They, those people don't matter. Like it. Uh, it no, it, I know. And 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 yeah, absolutely. If we get, if you sign something into five years and you get seventy five percent of what we got this year it's a win and it's worth every penny i think 20 or 25 home runs would not be good i think it like 30 35 is where he he would need yeah, to but be is, at. what's his his so sorry i'm just looking everybody at, hits 20 ramirez. home runs in the mlb in yeah, mlb now i'm looking at uh, ramirez just quickly so it says that his earliest free agency is 2022 i guess if he you know they decline the options. They, de- they decline the options. Yeah. So that so that means that it's not he's not arbitration. Right. Okay. So so that thing. Okay. So what what were we talking about? Simeon. I just want to look at his um his you know his career like his average home runs per year. But well, keep, well, keep while going. you're while you're looking that up, um, Buck Martinez also made a very interesting comment saying that if you put Teoscar Hernandez stats up up beside Jose Bautista, they're almost identical. Like at the, oh, Hernandez, a, a similar age, a similar age. He said he's on a trajectory that's the same as Jose Batista. Hernandez is yeah. like unsung. Uh, like I think he's like deceptively amazing. Oh yeah, I, I think right. he's under the radar. Like he's you, you, you lock that guy up, and I think for, for whatever it means, he seems like he's also like a really good, yeah, a really pretty, good guy too. Pretty cool guy. Okay, so so Simeon's average home runs is twenty five. Yeah, at one, and he had he had two bad years with a bad back. Yeah, but he's only hit thirty home runs once. Yeah, twice. Once. Well, twice. once previous to this year. Oh, right. How many years? Six. Uh, yeah, and he's been in the MLB nine years. Nine years. Okay, so I was wrong. Yeah. So, and and again, I, I if we're going to look at analytics, and if we're going to project, he also played in Oakland. Let's say he played, that That's he played he played project. in Oakland, and it's. Unless you're Jose Canseco juiced out of your face, it's really hard to hit a lot of home runs in Oakland. And he's not hitting in a lineup. No, sorry, I'm wrong. Sorry. He he hit he's hit over 30 twice. Three times. So three times including this year. So yeah. Made a and and if if he's gonna be No, twice. I'm sorry. I was looking at doubles. <laughs> if he's gonna be hitting behind behind George Springer. And in front of Laddie for the next five years, I I think 30 home runs is probably a fair expectation. But even in, even in, in Roger Center in the American in, League East, yeah. like like eight, 40, 41 games in Roger Center, 19 games in New York. Okay, but not you, not do you sorry, understand? not 19 games in New York, but you know what I mean? Like Yeah, but you you understand the point I'm trying to make in that. I will I I will not be disappointed if he drops yeah. to 25. Yeah, me neither. I, I, I'm saying that you, I would. <laughs> people are going yeah, but then 
then you're not being realistic. He should hit more home runs. You're, you're missing, you missed the point. Like he, if he hit 25 home runs in seasons where he was playing half his games in Oakland, he should, he should exceed that number playing in Rogers center. Yeah. But he's going to be, he's in his thirties now too, James. Like we're not getting 27 year old Marcus Simeon. Well, they should get 27 year old Marcus. So how do you make yeah. that happen? Um, yeah. So nothing. anyway, <laughs> what I'm trying to say. Okay, you're, you guys you got to right. be realistic, right? No, no, yeah. I don't. I don't think 45. Or what did he hit this year? 40, 45. 45. 40, yeah. I don't. I don't think. I don't think 45 is realistic. I'd be okay at 25, but I'd be happier at obviously over 30. No, but, but I'm saying that I would obviously I would think like 30 to 35 is very respectable and and fantastic. I'm saying that expect that and I think anything over that's a bonus. Yeah, that's what right. I'm trying to that's what I'm trying to say in that mm-hmm. but I know this city and this oh, city's yeah. going to lose its shit if if he doesn't replicate or yep. exceed this season They're unless like, they win. Oh, jackass just unless uh, they win though. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, I think Jose Batista didn't hit 54 home runs the year after he did that. Right? It was a 54 he had. Yeah. But he didn't yeah, hit yeah, 54 but, but, again. But he stayed, he stayed in the in the high 30s and 40s, right? For, I guess, for right. his entire career. But, right? but, like, but Simeon does other stuff, though. Like, he's not just a home run hitter. I, okay. But you're missing. I know what you're, you're saying. I know what you're saying. I know what you mean. Like, the Blue Jays, the, like the bandwagon fans are going to go so off about that. Wilner will set them straight. Yes. Don't worry. Wilner will always set everybody. Except. Wilner Wilner will set them straight. My whole thing is if you can get 25 home runs and 80 RBIs out of your second baseman, you're winning. Second baseman don't hit that way. Yeah, but it doesn't really like I'm not gonna say it doesn't matter, but so you get 25 home runs or 25 to 30 home runs out of him, but you're also gonna get hopefully um, much more obviously like a whole season's worth of production out of George Springer. It's gonna more than make up for whatever you of, of course. Well, I, I'm saying if but if you're getting if you're getting plus production, like that's how you build winning baseball teams. You get advanced plus production from areas of weakness. It's 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 like Joe and the catcher. If if you've got Sal Perez, sounds like a book from the eighties. Joe and the catcher, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> catcher of the herpes. Yeah. If you if you've got Sal Perez as your catcher, who's hitting three hundred and forty eight home runs, you're winning. Now, unfortunately, he plays in Kansas City, and, and no one else does anything. Um, I just getting anything of above market value out of second base when second basemen are usually Craig Biggio's and Ryan Goins and, you know, uh, you know, Dustin Pedroia's who was a solid little slap hitter. Mm-hmm. If you're getting power and production out of second base, it's you're it, again, it, it's, it's a definitive win. Is, is George Springer. Um, I, I should have looked into this, but it, does he have a history of injuries, or is this just a fluke this year? No, the thing with George Springer, <clears throat> it, it'd be different if it was he gets hurt. I mean, the way he plays, he's going to get hurt. Um, <clears throat> everything that seems to happen, <clears throat> sorry, they're they're isolated, and the oblique thing was a freak, and then the oblique issue, and, and trying to work through the oblique issue and stay productive. Um, that overworked the quad and that created the second option or the second problem. Um, 
I'm I'm not worried about Springer's health. I'm really he, not. He played 162 games in 2016. 162, 140, 140, 122. Was he? Was he, he only played 51 games last year? What happened last? Oh, sorry, last year was last year. Series. Was last year, yeah, yeah. Was he World Series MVP? I think so. Yeah, I'm I'm like 90 percent sure. Yeah, but I, mean, I think in the one they lost, right? They the guy hit 22 home runs in 78 games. Yeah. Like, but so is 40 home runs like a realistic number out of this guy? Like, he's never really done that. Like, he's hit 39. <clears throat> Absolutely, it's realistic. I mean, that's it's that's nuts. George Springer hits home runs, doubles, and triples. And if he didn't have a janky quad, we would have seen a lot more triples. Yeah, out he, of him this he, year. Only had, he only had one triple this year, and, and we would have seen a lot more stolen bases out of George Springer. Again, I don't like to equate fantasy to real life. One of the reasons I've always loved George Springer is I've always had him on my fantasy team. And George Springer is like the fantasy baseball god. Like he is he is the mecca of fantasy baseball because he does everything, everything. above and, and everything above average. Like you talk about five tool players, George Springer is no panic. the yes, yes. George Springer is the five tool player. He's like toolsy. George. He's toolsy and he's got good handedness. <laughs> and um, like, there's Mike Trout, and then there's George Springer. You know, one, one thing that uh, not, let, let's move off of baseball. I think soon, like after this, I think unless you guys have something else to talk well, about, I, I want to talk about the playoffs just for five minutes. Okay, fine, fine. So let's just say, get this out quick, and then we'll go on to the playoffs. Um, because I, you're right, we should probably talk about the playoffs. Um, except old, uh, like not only the team that didn't make the playoffs. So, mm-hmm. um, um, there was this debate about. Well, there was two things that they mentioned. One, Bob McCowan asked Chai Davidi, um, you know, there's every chance that Bo and Vladdy aren't as good next year. And Chai Davidi was like, I think that you have you have it wrong. I think those guys are only going to get better. Um, and then they got into this discussion about Bo Bichette. And Bob McCowan was like, well, maybe he'll learn to be more patient and not always get himself into 0-2 counts. And Chai Davidi said, like, but I don't think he should because he has the pitchers on First of all, this team apparently doesn't strike out all that much relative to the other teams. Um, but he said that he, the pitchers now know with this team and him in particular that they can't just toss one in there um, and hope to get an easy strike. He's go, if you lob it over the center, uh, over over the plate, he's going to hit it. Yep. Um, so that he says, don't he shouldn't lose that. Maybe he needs to refine it a little bit, but don't lose that aggression, right? So so so. Um, that's that's it. I just didn't know what you guys thought about that, but no, no, just on that, I think I heard that they were fourth lowest strikeout rate in the league, which is surprised me. Yeah, yeah, which really surprised me. The, this this team fouled off a ridiculous amount of pitches. Yeah, but that's what Bichette would do. He would yeah. O two, and then he would foul off ten pitches. Yeah, no, I there's times where it, maybe his pitch selection isn't the greatest, and and like you know, Bob McCowan's a hundred years old. And sure. and Bob McCowan likes 1970s baseball. And even, even Buck McCow- Buck Martinez would be like, "Do you remember when Slappy yeah. White? Yeah. <laughs> Slappy White, who's a black guy, by the way? Yeah, <laughs> really good shortstop. Yeah, um, it's you know the only thing with Bichette is that watching him swing makes oh, me think that yeah. like yeah. he's going to destroy his back. Like, one day, no, one day he's going to swing and his torso will just spin right off. <laughs> like, just, yeah. 
just anyway sorry well no no it's it's you'll you'll watch him and and he'll misread the first pitch and i I, I, shy's got a great point like yeah if you're a pitcher and if you know that these guys are first pitch ready Uh and, and and they are not afraid to swing hard on the first pitch you've got to think twice about throwing you know a fastball down the middle to try to get ahead in the count it's it's it is it gets in your head a bit but then yeah you see Bo and he does that just you know back breaking mind numbing swing and it's a curveball in the dirt mm-hmm. that right? yeah you're right yeah, but he and, has to get he has to get more precise at it but i wouldn't lose it. that aggression though i would I, it's i i would like yeah well that's that's what i said it's pitch selection it's it because you go up there and you do you guess you go up there and you have a plan and and you go up there thinking that they're going to come first pitch fastball to get ahead in the count and if you misread that yeah you look kind of dumb and and you're suddenly behind in the count when you could be you know ahead in the count and then if you're ahead in the count the probability of the second pitch being the fastball you're looking for is that much higher you know what you know what impressed me with this game and it kind of seems to like there's a high iq and there's guys in there that i think can talk to a guy like that um do you remember that George Springer had just come back and he was really cold at the time. And I don't know if you saw a replay of it or if you saw it live or like, not. Like, like physically cold, like shivering. Yeah, he was cold. <laughs> no, but he had like a really, he had like an embarrassing at bat, like very silly swings and stuff. You would not see George Springer do that. And this was just, it was when he had come back the, the second time and he wasn't doing well. And they interviewed him. I think Hazel May, or I think it was her who interviewed him after the game. And he said, that was the most unprofessional at bat of my career. Right. And then he went on a tear right after that, right? So the, the, that mentality exists in that in that room. And I don't think it's going to be the type of thing where the 2015 Jays all come back in 2016 and all have a massive leg kick. I think right. this is going to be the type of thing where where they don't somebody like George Berger doesn't go to to Bo Bichette and say, "Hey, why don't you why don't you be more like me?" He's going to say, "Like, no, no, this is what you are, but this is how you read a pitch, or this is how you should do this, or this is what these are. These are this is how you should think about it at bat, or this is what your approach should be." Well, I think that's more what this is. It's not like, "Well, leg kick is cool. Let's do a leg kick." But we see that everywhere too. I mean, Bo Bichette made legitimate strides as a shortstop this year he did yeah and, and, and i did think you see he was a, did you see that interview with him he was emotional both, he was emotional when he talked about what it meant to play with marcus Mar- simeon marcus simeon did more for Bo in the field than i think any coach would and it's that you know veteran middle infielder it's stable at second Bo doesn't need to be worried because he's got cavin biggio playing out of position or he's got God knows who Joe Panic playing second base, and 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 then and Simeon's a shortstop, and Thank Simeon you. can see things. And then when Bo took a day off, and Simeon's playing short, Bo's sitting there watching him, and and those things matter. And you and that's what? sorry, well, no, 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 go no. ahead. And, and and that's why you need to retain these guys for sure. Like the guy was taking. I mean, I know it was an important game, but the guy was taking apparently ground balls before the last game of the season. Yeah. So everybody else was taking ground balls because yeah. Marcus Simeon is doing it. Well, I'm Bo Bichette. Like, who am I? Realistically, who am I? I better be out there too if that guy's out there. Yep. Right? So I don't know. I, that's why I think that that guy has more, um, just to close that off, I think, unless somebody wants to say something else in it, but that's why I think that guy has more 
intrinsic intrinsic value to the team, like on the field, off the field. I think he's more important overall. Um, but yeah. anyway. No, so but play. I think I think these things go through the ages because I heard a story. Uh, Buck Martinez told a story about slappy <laughs> white. Slappy white <laughs> pulled him aside after a really bad at bat. He said, "Listen, listen, listen Bucko. Listen, Bucko. Listen, Bucko. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look here. See, hit him. Hit him with a rolled up newspaper. Yeah." yeah. <laughs> Was he wearing that like really small glove? Like in the, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Doesn't doesn't close. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Basically like a leather hand. Yeah. yeah. The, 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 new, the newspaper boy the next morning. Extra, 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 extra. Bucko gets an ass whooping from Slappy White. Uh, anyway, okay, so playoffs. Go. So we need we need Bucko t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> Bucko and Gunno. Bucko, Bucko and Gunno. Bucko Gunno and Slappy. Bucko V yeah. Gunno. <laughs> okay, go. Oh, I was gonna say, you know what's what I what I found interesting is that so you're you're Tampa, right? And again, I, I can't no part of me can root for Tampa, right? But you go up against you, know, you got Chris Sale, you, you get five off him in the first inning, you knock him out, you're thinking like we're winning this game, right? They're all high-fiving each other, pushing each other down in a shopping cart or whatever the hell it is, throwing oranges at each other. I don't know what they do in Tampa. That's what they do in Tampa. They throw yeah. oranges and, and they do mess. Yeah, and then they lose like 11-6. Yeah. Right? That's baseball. Yeah. And then the fans, the fans don't come back. Yeah, and the fans, the fans even come. Like that's, yeah. are, is, is that stadium sold out for they, playoffs? The par- it's, I, better. I saw, it's better, isn't it? Well, I saw on Twitter somebody actually did the breakdown and they got the first home game. They got 27,000. The, the, the Jays, so the, the Jays got more than that on the last game of the season. Yeah, I know. Did you see that the Jays had a better season home attendance in Toronto than Tampa did in 20 <laughs> games or whatever? Well, no, and that, that, that includes playing in Dunedin with 2,500 people. Oh, that included the whole thing. And, and, oh, okay. and playing in Buffalo with 10,000 people. That's right, so Tampa. Tampa had a full season of full capacity. So, and, and, so yeah. Uh, Fuck Tampa. Well, yeah, but so so here's the thing, right? Like like with baseball, I can I can kind of go with any team or whatever, and you have your little rooting interests or whatever. But literally in the American League, I, I want every team to lose. Like I can't like Chicago, Houston. I don't want either of them to win. Yeah, I right? agree. Like they both seem like like I can't. I don't want Tony Larusa to win anything. Like screw that guy and Houston, like fuck Houston, and then and then um, Boston and Tampa. Like I can't root for Tampa. No, it's, it's, I, it's, I guess it, Boston. Like at least Boston. Boston didn't seem to. I don't. If I'm not crazy, I don't think they bought this team. Like they have got a really good farm system too. Well, and they got rid of their best player, and they and they made really good trades. I. Yeah. No, but that's what I'm saying. By default, I'm like, I guess Boston for, for coming me, out of the American League. It's Boston too, because again, it was Boston was supposed to be horrible. Boston all year long. Boston's going to fall back to earth. You know, they're the fourth best team in the division, and they've just managed to get it done. And it reminds me. They remind me of when the Red Sox won. What was it like in 2004? And and they were the dirty bastards. Or whatever, and it was just like they were a bunch of idiots, and there was like Kevin Millar and um, Ooh, Kevin Pillar. Yeah, Kevin Pillar. He's he was around. Yeah. Um, they, they were just a bunch of scrubs, like Johnny Damon and his Jesus hair. Uh-huh. And like this team kind of reminds me of that. And 
I I hate Boston, but if I'm to pick a team out of the AL, it's Boston because yeah, I'm I'm sick of Houston. And for the same reasons of Chicago, I actually like Chicago's team. I like a lot of players on Chicago, but I don't want Tony LaRusso winning a World Series. And yeah. and yeah, like Tampa, you don't deserve it. Like I, I hope you're I hope you're the team that makes it every year and never wins. Because you know, yeah. no one is going to care. No one's going to care. Have they well, won? They've won uh, one World Series, right? Yeah. Tampa, no. I oh, they, they never won. won. No, no. You're thinking Miami. Oh, maybe I'm thinking Miami. Tampa, I thought Tampa won one. Tampa's never won a yeah, World but, only, uh, I think they've only been to one. Two. But I, but I, but I differentiate one thing here. Tampa Bay doesn't deserve it, but the franchise does deserve it. Like they do it, obviously, like an excellent job. Yes, I agree. I, I mean, yes and no. I mean, I like teams that spend money. And I like teams that okay. invest in a product. They're also like abusing. Every they're time. also abusing pitchers. Like they abuse their pitchers. Yeah. And then uh, they like, and then they ship them out, right? I, I just, I, you know, every time a player gets good, he's gone. Yeah, I right? I, just, I I don't want to see a trophy. Isn't Archer back except just except uh, except yeah, Kiermaier. They, they just keep yeah. him forever. But, yeah, because he because he's not going to get a job anywhere else. But like, it, but you look over at the. At the National League, and, and frankly, I'd be happy if any one of those teams go Brewers. Won, right? I'm all in on uh, the Brewers. Brewers. Oh yeah, Brewers. Go I Brewers. would love the Brewers, but I'd have no issue if Atlanta won. They get. I'm sick of the Dodgers. I I don't know. I like. I I know the anywhere. Dodgers have a ridiculous payroll and all that, but I, the I like them. They're the Yankees. I, I kind of like them. I've got to. So, I, so the Giants. The Giants are fun, but the Giants are Tampa this year. It's a team of crap. Talking about yeah. payrolls, have you guys ever looked at where the Blue Jays sit? They're 10th, I think, right? 10th or 11th. 11th. Yeah, that sounds about right. And, but, but, but like the, uh, the, um, the disparity, it's crazy. Oh, did, I sent that the other day, didn't I? I did send yeah, that. Yeah, like the other I day. think LA is like at 250 million or something like that. Yeah, and they just keep yeah. spending. Like they just, they just. Oh, I mean, like if you can, good for yeah. you. Like, yeah. like if you're still making money. 267. Yeah. And uh, Cleveland is at 50. Yeah, but. It, <laughs> Is yeah. Cleveland the lowest? Yeah. Really? Yeah, Cleveland's think, the lowest. Tampa Bay is number 27. I think 20 LeBron, million James, LeBron James makes that much on his own. Yeah, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Milwaukee is like is not even 100 million. So there's where, two. Where did, you say, where did you say Tampa is? Tampa's 27th, 70 million, 70 million. I think Cleveland is, is the last, right? Cleveland's yeah. last. And then is, is it Pittsburgh in between them? No, Cleveland, Baltimore. Pittsburgh, Miami, Tampa Bay, poor Florida, <laughs> yeah. Miami, Tampa Bay, then Seattle, Detroit. I'm surprised by that. Well, I guess they're rebuilding, but the Jays are already spending $150 million. Um, and they haven't even started paying these guys yet. No, but they're so. still paying Troy Tulowitzki. This year and he's gone. Yeah. yeah. There's a and lot there's, of, there's, there's somebody did a breakdown this year of a, you know how the Jays can't so to, to to end the narrative of the Jays can't afford to sign Simeon and Ray, and it's no. Well, look at the dead money this year. You're paying Troy Tulowitzki four million dollars to be retired. You're paying Tanner Roark twelve million dollars for four starts. You're paying Tyler Chatwood it was something like one point two for a flaming pile of garbage. You paid Brad Hand his prorated one point eight for nothing. Um, you paid Raphael Deliz, I think it was like $750,000 for nothing. Like, it's just, there was what no- about um, Buddy who never even broke camp? 
the closer. Oh, um, Kirby Ace. Kirby Ace. Kirby Did they Ace. owe him anything? No, no, it was fine because um, the way his was structured, it, it had something to do with. It was a five million dollar contract, and I believe the four four of the five million dollars was contingent on him making or like starting the season. There was a clause in there, and then one million was guaranteed, but it was insured. So the Jays didn't pay a dime to Kirby Yates. Well, either way, like the just in context here, the league average is one hundred and thirty million, right? So they're well above average, and they haven't even started yet. And really, Boston's payroll is one hundred eighty four. Right, so they're not that far off. Um, no, but you know? I think I think a lot of their money's tied up in a few guys. Like Sale makes a ton of money. I think. I'm just saying that the, the, yeah. that like they're playing. With, they're, they're kind of playing with the the big boys here. I would say, to a certain extent. Yeah, I, I think if you take out the dead money, mm-hmm. and and you replace that with valuable money, then you're you're in good shape. Anyway, shall we move on from baseball? Baseball. 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 So let's talk about uh, let's let's move on to hockey because really it starts next week. Wednesday right? it starts this week. Well, when, Wednesday. Wednesday. That's, that's Wednesday. next week. Oh, today's today's, today's Sunday. Yeah, so we're all messed. Week. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Okay, we're, so we're all messed up. So so let's start with our beloved Maple Leafs, who I'm not uh, too. Um, I don't know. I've said this before. I don't know if I've said this on this podcast or even to you guys, but I think being a Leaf fan is like being in an abusive marriage, right? They always say we're going to change, but they never do. It's always the same result. Um, I personally think that this group has had um, a few years together and um, last year was their best opportunity and they blew it. I, I haven't seen very much. Out of, I, like, I don't care if they're a good regular season team. Um, they haven't shown anything in the playoffs at all. Um, and I don't think that they're better this year than they were last year. That's what I said. I was saying that earlier today. Um, I don't think that they're a legitimate Stanley Cup contender this year. I don't know how they get there, given the stupid cap in the NHL. That's my take on the Leafs. Yeah. So go. Okay. Well, I, I disagree, right? Like this, they, I mean, you, you said a lot there, right? Like, and, and, if you're going to talk about like the history of the Leafs, yeah, sure. I didn't say whatever. the history. I said this group. I very clearly said this group. Okay, well, okay, this group, right, goes right. back to 2016 when they were a last place team. And right. Austin Matthews came the next year. And right. immediately they made the playoffs. And then first, what? First year. Right. Well, but they haven't progressed since then. Okay, well, yes and no. I mean, I agree, right? Like, I, I will... I know I've said this, we've said this on several episodes already, right? Last year was ridiculous. Like last year, the playoffs was absolutely ridiculous. Like, I don't know what happened in those last three games. It made no sense to me. Like they had no business losing to that team. And I firmly believe if they had gone, like had they beaten that team, they would have been the ones in the semis or in the finals. Like, I absolutely believe that. Probably. Right? And I, I, okay, well, whatever. But the thing is, look at Tampa. Right. I know Tampa's just won two. They've won two COVID cups. All right. Which, right. Uh, but before that, they were knocked out in the first round, in the second round. They had many years. Like they're not a young team. They, it, it, it took them a while. Like the, the NHL is a very hard league to win the cup. Like they, they, it, is, it is a tough league. They're the hardest playoffs, I think. They've got the stupidest format. Right. And it's, you're, that's the it's problem. Just, 
It's not like, like maybe I should clarify. It's not even really like the Leafs that I'm upset about. I think that they've done the best that they they they, they made a decision. They have to make decisions, right? They made a decision to load up up front. That's what they did, right? I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm more critical of the NHL because once you make that decision, if it was the wrong, like I, I don't know if it really is. If it was the wrong decision, you're screwed. I, but I don't think it's the wrong decision. I, I, because if you look back at like almost every Stanley Cup team, they're all loaded up front. All of them, they all have two solid lines. So six players up front that are solid, right? Go back to the Avalanche teams of the 90s, the Detroit teams, Pittsburgh, all of them. They're Those all were different loaded eras, up front. though. Those were non cap teams, though. They I'm were all about the cap teams. No, they, no, no, no. Those weren't, those were no, there was no salary okay, cap in those Detroit days. Detroit won post cap and they had six top players. Uh, Tampa has got six top players. Um, Washington had a, an amazing top six when they won. Boston had a great top six when they won. Like, this is not. This right. is not like you make it sound like like you you need did they, did, one did you good look player. At, did, I didn't say one good player, but did you look at the, I, I, I again I didn't say that it's that it's wrong, but I don't know the stats. Like, did they have twenty? What, what do they have? Twenty two, um, thirty two. Is it like forty or fifty million dollars in those four players? No, the difference with, with with teams like Tampa and Boston, they've done really well getting their players to take less money. And yeah, they were also they're also signed in different eras. Like it, when they signed, they signed top contracts for those years. Those they were not like substantially lower than everybody else. Like like if you look at Stamkos, he took eight million in Tampa. That was about what he was going to get everywhere else. Like that that was t- eight million was top at the time. Uh, Crosby signed us uh, whatever the longest contract he got was like nine million, which was. Uh, a big deal you have to look at it in the context of the year that it was signed because uh, i i just don't know what they do though like there's nothing they're they're stuck they're stuck i don't think they're stuck they have a good team like if you if you look at at everything you've said about the jays you could say it about the leafs right they've got a a young core that they're growing with like the jays didn't they're not growing though i think they will like look it, who knows what'll happen, right? Like, I have no idea. But I think, like, I think people are way overestimating Boston. People are giving Boston way too much praise, right? They've lost their starting goalie. They lost, um, what's his name? Is it Krejci? Or I, I can't remember which one of them. Like, one of the big guys. That, Schreiber. That, Schreiber, right? Oh. It, right? But all of a sudden, they're like, oh, well, it's Boston. Of course, they're going to have 100 I agree. Points, no, I, 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 right? I agree. I agree with that. I Tampa totally lost a that. bunch of players. Like, again, Tampa's going to be a playoff team. Montreal, like, and look at the division, too. Montreal is garbage. I don't care what anybody says. Like, they shouldn't even have made the playoffs yeah. last year. Every, everybody and, says they're garbage. I think everybody agrees with that. They, don't, even saying, have, they, they don't have their goalie, them. either. I understand. But I'm saying that they're in the same division, right? So they're going to play Boston. Um, Bo- sorry. Uh, Detroit. Uh, Buffalo and Montreal are crap. Ottawa is, I don't know, kind of in the middle. I don't think they're a playoff team, right? They're and sneaky good, and Florida's really yeah. good. Florida's good. I'm not taking anything away from Florida, right? But I, that's the thing. Look, look at the other division. You've got, like, um, you know, Washington, the Rangers, uh, uh, Pittsburgh's always a pain in the ass. Like, every division's tough like, like in the West, right? You've got Seattle, who's probably going to be a good team. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying that if this group, they don't have a choice. I'm not saying it's wrong. 
But if they continue to not progress, there's nothing you can do. I, I'm criticizing there's lots the you could do. I'm there's criticizing the NHL. They, they could absolutely blow the team up. Like they would they have could... to blow the team up. That's what I mean, though. Is they'd have to blow the team up. And, and I think that this is it. Like this is the year where it's like, show me your results. Like basically, the general manager says, "I'm believing in you guys. Show me what you could do. I've put you guys together. You know, show me that you." Yeah, but can... he gets fired too if they lose this year. Everybody gets fired. Mm-hmm. Okay, it... sure he does. And and if you look, he's not making any panic moves. Right. Like yeah. if I look back at um, uh, when John Ferguson Jr. ran this team, you got right? to bring that guy back. That was success. Yeah. <laughs> and he started like I think he knew the writing was against the wall and he started doing all kinds of like ridiculous moves. Right. Moving things and destroyed the team for like five years yeah. after that. Right. But I look at what Dubas is doing. Like the guy's got a plan. He's trying to stick to it he's not making any panic moves if he loses his job he loses his job like buddy's gonna get a job somewhere else like this is not right this is not the end of the line for him so there, i don't care would they be substantially worse if they didn't have i'll give you marner if they didn't have nylander and they had put that money in in a defenseman instead nylander is a very good player. i didn't say he's not i didn't say he's not i said if, if they you didn't can have get him, if you can make a good package for Nylander and get a, an equivalent defenseman, sure. That's all. But I'm I don't saying. think defense is their problem. I really don't think defense is their problem. Like if I think they've got, they've put together, and you saw it last year, they put together a really solid defense last year, and it's it's essentially the same group. I well, they they might miss Bogosian because they'll miss. Was, they're gonna miss Bogosian. Yeah, like I think, he, like I he think was just... he was stealthy, good, but. I mean, he, whatever. I think, I think I just see, I feel maybe I'm just bored of this season because do you remember when the Raptors got, were really good, but they kept losing in the playoffs. The season became boring because it was irrelevant. I just wanted to get through with the season to get to the playoffs and see what they did in the playoffs. That's how I feel right now. The season's going to matter for seeding. And, and yeah, but what's seeding? Make... Isn't it all? Am I misremembering here? You're within the division. So if you finish first of the division, you still play, you have, you play somebody in your division. You're going to play Tampa Bay or Boston. I think the first, uh, I have to look at it again, but I think the top two play the wildcard teams. So Toronto right? has been the wildcard team playing Tampa Bay. I thought they were finished one, two. They, they never played Tampa Bay. Yes, they did. Oh, Boston every year. That's what it they was. Were, they were a wildcard team Sorry. playing. Boston. They were a wildcard playing Boston one year. And they were probably, um, I think they were a wildcard team playing Washington. They never had home advantage well, in Washington any of the players. Sure. Right. Were, and and actually, the... that Washington series, I, it doesn't get, to, I, I know it doesn't matter. They lost, but that Washington series was impressive. And it was a totally different team. I, you can't compare them, right? But that was a six game series and five games went to overtime. Yeah, that like, was good. That was, but that was surprising too, right? Yeah. Well, that's what I say. Like they shouldn't even have made the playoffs that year. But there was they, something they, weird they, that year, wasn't there? There was nothing weird that year. They, no, they, wasn't it a shortened season? Or no, no, something? no. You're thinking way back. So the the oh, last oh that, that was the one just before they were terrible. It was they made the no. Playoffs. It was a few seasons before that. So it was um it that was the last year they made the playoffs, and that was the year they went seven games with Boston and lost the last. You know they had the four right. run lead, and, right? And that's the that's the, they shouldn't even have been in the playoffs that year. Like that was a weird ass team. That was like. Uh, you know, I think FNAF was on the team and it was um, Reimer was in net. Like that was not a good team. Right. You know, right. Um, but, uh, it, you know, I just, I just don't think, again, I think seating is going to matter. Right. So I think if they're in the top, 
I have to look at, I don't remember how the playoff seeding works, right? Because I think if it's, the problem is if you finish 2-3, because I think 2-3 you play each other. So if they, right. if you finish, um, like, so Tampa, like say Tampa finishes first, they, they play the eight seed. And then whoever wins the other division, the Metropolitan, they'll play the seven seed. And then you go right. within your division. You're right. right? The division where, uh, with the best record in each conference, we match against the wild card with the lesser record. Right. The wild card with the better record will play the other division winner. The teams finishing second and third in each division will be the first round. So then that becomes really important. So then it's really important to win your division then. Big time. That's, that's what I'm saying. I said, that's yeah. why I'd say like this, this, the regular season matters in how they're seated, right? Now, I honestly, I feel that the top three is going to be Tampa, Toronto, Florida in that division. I don't think it's going to be Boston, right? Um, and, and I still remember when they were playing Tampa head to head, they matched up very evenly with them and they were great games yeah, and true. i think they split yeah. the season right i think you're right last year yeah they did right I so i don't know so we'll see there's there's a lot to see and, and again i'm i don't think the team's worse this year i really don't um, what have they what have they i, I, I don't mean this sarcastically because i honestly I think I they're neutral the offseason with who they lost though some they lost essentially they lost three players they lost uh hyman they lost um a bogosian and they lost Anderson, right? So forget about Anderson. Um, Thornton, they lost, but I guess who cares okay, about well, that as well? Thornton, I don't care. Um, but Bogosian and Hyman were, are something. Yeah. And I so think that, they, so replaced, how are they, they replaced because they, they signed Richie, which is a very equivalent to Hyman. Okay. He's a very equivalent player. And I think he's, and they got him cheaper. Okay. And like, if you look at his numbers, they're almost identical. He's a big guy. Okay, it's, good. Uh, sorry, like I think people are not realizing what a good player they got in him. It's because they all they care about is the guy they had, right? I think the the contract he got was insane. Like if if you, you know how we oh, talk about sure. money, yeah. that, you know, and yeah. we like we talk I about the Jays and I don't care. Yeah, but then I look at you know like in the NHL it matters. It seven matters. years, seven years for Hyman. That's nuts. Like I I'm glad they didn't sign him. Like yeah. there's. Yeah, but Edmonton has to sign who they can. When, no, when but that's can. fine. Like, yeah. I, I don't. Like, good for you. Get your money. Like I don't begrudge the guy at all, right? Like why? If if someone's giving it to you, take your money. I'm just saying I don't think it's a bad move that they didn't blow their brains out. And if they did, they wouldn't have been able to do anybody, right? So they they basically got three, four. Like they got, um, and I and they're kind of under the radar guys, right? They're low low risk, high reward kind of players, right? So they got, um, uh, what's his name? Richie, which I just said. Richie, I like. Uh, Mike, got- Michael Bunting, I don't know anything or see anything. I, I think he's just a guy. Yeah, but he's going to be a good third, fourth line guy. Like, And he's getting paid like 700 or 800K. Like, this is not. They got, what is it? It's- Andrea Cash, Cache? Yeah, or Cash. and he's a he's a hard fart from a concussion and um he's going to be one of those high risk sorry high risk high reward sorry not even high risk low risk because the contract's low but um there's a lot of potential with him it could not work out whatever right and then they got some camp and i don't know if camp's better than anything they've had yeah, but like, again, third, fourth line guy. Like he's not, he's not a top in the top six. He's rounding out the bottom of the lineup, which is fine. The top six yeah. is is locked, right? It, it's and the and the defense 
is basically you're, you're pretty much putting sandine in um, instead of uh, Goshen. Like he'll Goshen. get this, right? Totally this different camp, players. This camp yeah. guy was never drafted, played for Chicago, and then was out of the league for a year. And yeah, then back. concussion problems. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Concussion problems. And apparently, like I've read that they've been eyeing this guy for years. They've been talking about anyway. He's a, he's a face-off guy. That's yeah. his that's his thing. Yeah. Wow. And he's I think you've got nothing. Yeah. And then you've got um, you know, uh what's his name? Uh Campbell. And they signed Mirajak, or however you pronounce his name, which is a, that's that's right. A solid one I... B guy. Like you've like the, the Leafs have not had a tandem in goal since since like friggin uh, uh you know Potve and and uh Damian Rhodes if 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 I'm thinking correctly like if those two were Potfe, together, Potfe and uh the guy before that that was together they were together uh what's his name played Fuhr? in Edmonton Fuhr? oh Fior but yeah. yeah but that that was yeah but 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 they shipped Fior out because Potfe um kind of took his job right and then and fewer fewer is what got us andrew chuck but anyway that's that's a, a different story so my whole rant in all this is that i feel the leafs like, at best are neutral like they're not worse than i don't think they're better but i think they're they were already a good team right i think they're neutral um but i have a lot more confidence in the defense from you know last year this year compared to the years before and i'm much more comfortable with the goaltending like I liked Anderson. I wanted, you know, I wanted him to be successful, but he was frustrating me the last couple of years, right? Like he, this, he, he got lit up last night too. Did he? Yeah, like five goals in two periods or something. It's only preseason. It doesn't matter, but it's it's very Anderson trendy. And again, I I, I know preseason doesn't matter. I'm putting no stock into their record, but they, I think they're they went four and one and basically okay and they only played montreal and ottawa every time right so again i'm putting no stock into it and they've been playing you know like mostly players that are not going to be on this team right like mostly marley's and all that but i I just i understand i 100 percent understand how it is to be like down and not optimistic and who cares but i don't know i personally i feel that and, and maybe it's good that expectations are low so you'll be pleasantly surprised, so, right? So what what what, what what means success then? What 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 defines success for this team? Well, I, I mean, personally, I want them to make it to the finals, right? No, but, but what 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 would you stop and say? Like, I wanted the Blue Jays to win the World Series, but I think that this season was successful. So what well, would define? What would make a successful season for the Maple Leafs? Well, I feel like, I feel like two rounds. Yeah, like, like you you got to do winning two, two rounds. rounds. Yeah, winning two rounds. Yeah, right? I agree. But I always like to look at the rounds in context, right? Because, you know, like that, that, that. They seem to lose I, spectacularly when they lose in the playoffs. Yeah, but this past, this, this garbage with, uh, at, with Montreal, like all those games, they could have won. Like, it's not they like didn't. they got, I, you know, I know, but it's not like the Boston games where they go to game seven and lose six to one. Right, like these games were like oh two one three two, and like I, you don't understand how how did this happen, right? Like this, they should they outplayed Montreal. Like they did not Montreal did not outplay them at any point in this seven game series. Like they Montreal won, was not. I understand, but my point is they were never the better team, but they won, right? That's that's what happened. I I, I, I would say in at least the final three games, 
Montreal was the better team in the first period of all three games. Yeah, but you, and, you understand, yeah. like, look at, I'm telling you, I, I'm, I'm not making an excuse, I'm just stating a fact, but um, um, Matthews was hurt. Yes. He was playing with a yeah. screwed up wrist. Yeah. You, you have him even at 80%. The series is over. Like the guy, he did even he scored what one if goal had, in seven if games. You, if you had, um, if you had Mitch Barner even trying at fifty percent of a normal hockey player's, <laughs> I'm just, I just yeah. wanted to say that. Yeah. <laughs> if if Mitch Barner knew where the corners were, wow. Yeah, I mean, he is what he is. Like, I'm not okay. I think he's going to have a really big season this year. He's had a big season every season. No, he's I, been I mean, here. I, I mean, I think even bigger. And I, I actually, I, I'm I'm going further than that. I mean, like, I think he's going to have a big. I know I'm sounding negative, but I wouldn't be shocked if he had like a really big playoffs this year. Marner. So let's let's just jump right to studs and duds. Okay. Um, I, Ryan Reynolds. Oh, sorry. That's not what yeah. you know. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Um, On the Leafs my, or in the league? Uh, no, Leafs. I don't, I don't care about the rest of the league. Leafs. I think John Tavares is going to have an MVP. He has to. Caliber year this year. Because forget about, forget about Mitch Marner. Um, or or Nylander signing him almost seems like that was the mistake. Con- that was the mistake contract. No, I, I think he's done everything, and I think he was paid what his value was at the time, especially for a center and somebody who's going to come in and be the leader slash captain and kind of carry the brunt of that responsibility. But I think he's pissed off. Oh, for and, sure. Yeah, and 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 I think you know I think he's you know obviously what happened in game one against Montreal was, you know, devastating. And that's not his fault. That's no one's fault, but I think he was trying really hard to come back for the second round. Uh And I think he was going to come back for this, you know, maybe a game or two in, I think he was fully prepared to come back for the second round at like 60%. And I think he's pissed off that it fell apart. And I don't think he's pointing fingers or blaming, but I, I think he's going to come out and I think, you know, he's going to be playing in front of a full stadium. I think emotions are going to be high. And I think, I think this is the year we get the John Taveras that we kind of expected. I hope so. And now I think we got him the one we expected already like the, he yeah 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 his first fair. year he was amazing fair absolutely his second I, I, year he was great his, the, this is what this is year four or is this year three three i think i i just three. i i think you know i think we had a very yes skill skill and production we got that john taveras i don't think you've seen the angry but i want them to know? be angry in the playoffs but, That's uh, what but, I want. But you got you got to get there first, James. I know, but they'll get there. I have no. Uh, they would be I, like absolutely shocked if they uh, don't get there. I I am not as optimistic as Joe that they will get there. I'm not saying they won't, but I'm not. I'm not giving them a spot. I, I disagree. I think that they're I, in I the playoffs. I think that they're not going to. I, I think I think that they're in the playoffs very comfortably. But I want to see them like, like the the thing with in the playoffs last year. I would say and this is totally anecdotal. It means really like nothing. I don't play hockey. They can never have, but, but they are, they were such, they're so far superior than Montreal. I just want those guys. And I know Tavares wasn't there, but they should have been able to beat them without Tavares. Of course right? they should. So, so somebody needs to be like angry. Like 
I don't I'm going all the way back to the 90s right um but or even even to the early 2000s like Gilmore or like Sundin like a guy like that would put the team on his back and just like go nuts so where is that guy that was supposed to be Joe Thornton that that is Jason Spezza Jason Spezza but he's not he two... can't do it anymore no no but okay, he didn't, but, he didn't okay take no seconds. but come on Jason Spezza was never that guy no but he is that Jason guy. Spe- Jason Spezza no but seriously Jason Spezza was Mitch Marner okay in his Ottawa years like that was his sure he was not a corners guy he was I I watched all those series against Ottawa with Toronto demolished them every year right and and Spezza was nothing but that's my but that but that's my point though is that like so let's not pretend that Spezza like like is awesome on this team I love having him he's fantastic with what he's doing but like, come on! But, but then but who's the, the guy? But then I who's the guy who gets? Who's the guy who gets mad? I mean, I, I, again, I don't play hockey, but but I, it always seems that it always seems it's, that the, the it's Leafs Matthews. Have you not? It's I, I'm telling you. Have you seen the, some of the games? Yeah, yeah. Where he's I'll buy. I'll buy that he was like, hurt. He couldn't. And he's do like it. fuck you. And then he's done. And he's been the top like goal scorer he, every year. He was. He was. I'm telling you. You you lose. You basically lost your two top centers in that in Fine, that series. I'll, I'll, I'll buy. I'll totally. I'll totally buy I, into that. It just seems like everybody goes into the playoffs and and like plays a different game, but the Leafs just stay the same. I, I but, get uh, it. I, I get it with Matthews, and yeah, but no, no, Joe. What I'm saying is, it, it's it's Spezza now. I don't care what Spezza was 20 years ago. Like I, I don't. But he's like, not that guy. He's not going to okay, go. He's not going to go smash some guy in the corner and then and then he, he break out of it. He did it in the Columbus playoff series when everybody else was skating around with their heads down. He's, he's picking fights and he's throwing body checks and he's getting in front of the net and he's scoring four goals in five games. When everybody pick a fight. He did. He did. He did. did. Right in front in the Columbus series. He won in the elimination game when they were down by one goal, he picked a fight and, and, Everybody else was the, the 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 series is over, and everybody else is skating around with their heads down, and that's like yeah. But and then, but if you're gonna take that thing, you forget about like the the game right before they were down what three nothing, and then with like two minutes left, they won four three. Like they they sure yes, I I, I get it. Like right. it's and, and right and then and I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly in that last game, Anderson was garbage. Like he let in like I think two completely garbage yeah. goals in like the first that. 20 minutes yes right yeah. so but, but, I, but, I don't, like there's so many things you could point at and i i know it's like it's easy to say like who's that guy who's gonna strap them on like okay i don't even know if hockey's like that anymore right like who's Maybe the guy not. who strapped them on the back in montreal like nobody carry right. price carry okay, price and Corey. Yeah, but that's and that's yeah. what what no, no, we, we all he hate did, Corey though. Perry, but he did. He did last year. He, he yeah. did no, it. But I will say, I will say, like, I forgot, like, you know, Carey Price, like, that makes a big difference, right? Like, when you're getting, you're, you're totally outplaying the guy and you're getting out goalied, right? Like, yeah, yeah. It's it, not it, just about, it's not just about the goalie stopping a shot. I've, if, if, if I understand things properly, I mean, I think it's like everything else in life too. If the goalie, you, you, you know, he's going to stop the puck, you can take a few more chances up front. You don't have to be as perfect. Right? Yeah. There's you play differently, right? It, it, it's uh, it, it's the same as uh, I don't know, wh- whatever. I just I don't know. I just want them to win. I, obviously, like I really I really want them to win. Um, and hope, maybe you're right. Maybe that was the difference. Tavares was was out, and and uh, Matthews was at fifty percent. 
I don't even think Matthew was was. at 50%. I think Matthews is like 20%. Like, I I think he was completely useless. I think he was, he should not even have been playing. Right. And then, and then you're at what, like, like, I think I said, I know we weren't recording back then, but I, I told you or somebody, I said, I guarantee you, you're going to hear Matthews is having surgery as soon as the season's over. Well, I don't know who I said that to. We, we talked about it and yeah, he missed a bunch of games down the stretch and they were monitoring it. And yeah, you're right. He probably should have been, it should have been dealt with. And, and, you know, maybe the surgery should have happened the day after the series ended instead of, you know, a, a month before training camp. Yeah. Well, but, maybe there weren't spots miss- in the hospital with the COVID. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> he is he's in, in Phoenix. He's in Phoenix. Yeah. There was a, well, he's, COVID, uh, he's going to play game. COVID that? doesn't exist down there. He's gonna play game one, though he says, right? But I don't yeah, even know if he should. Well, like, if he's if he can, he can. Like he's it's... been doing full contact practice. Oh yeah. yes, with Marner. They just they don't want it. They don't want any dirty Canadians. I thought I thought, I thought, on his... I thought Will would jump all over that. Okay, well, no. So here's <laughs> and and whatever. I'm prepared for a licking here, but I have justification. Literally. Yes, Marner is my dud this year. I don't think so. I didn't. Marner... No, but here's here's why. Marner is walking on eggshells right now. He might not be because Marner is Marner, right? And he's in his own head and he's a professional athlete. But there's idiot hockey fans, and it's fine. You can call me an idiot hockey fan for what I think about Mitch Marner too. But there are a lot of people like me that are unimpressed with what Marner does when the lights are the brightest. And there are a lot of people like me who don't like the way that Mitch Marner responds to criticism. And for the first time in a year and a half, Mitch Marner's going to be playing in front of a full stadium in Toronto with a whole lot of people breathing down his neck about expectations. And I don't think he's going to handle it well. So he's going to be like, what was that guy who got, uh, oh, I forget, a defenseman? Larry Murphy. Larry Murphy. He's going to be the Larry Murphy. He, he could he could be the Larry Murphy, and I'm not saying it's his fault. I'm saying there's, there's no way. The first friggin' uh, great pass or goal, he's gonna get cheered. He's and people yeah, are gonna and, forget it. And, 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 and the first no, but the, the first drop pass, the first Nonsense, drop, I say the first drop pass that gets intercepted for a goal, he's gonna get booed. And the first time he's you know, he's not going into a corner and Matthews is in there with three to four, two defensemen and a back checking forward. And Marner's hanging out at the circles, waiting for a pass, and the puck's turned over. He's going to get booed. And and when you know it's the last three weeks of the season, and they're trying to win the division, and Marner's gone quiet because he's streaky and he's gone quiet. He's going to get booed. And so, I don't think Mitch, just based on the way Mitch Marner's reacted to any criticism, light or small, or, or light or heavy, I don't think he can handle it. And I think. And I hope I'm wrong. Again, if Mitch Marner is the Mitch Marner we all want him to be, the Leafs are going to be successful. And I want the Leafs to be no, successful. But you don't understand. Like, if if in any part of what you're saying is true, the Leafs are fucked. Like, they're yeah. not going to make the playoffs, mm-hmm. right? Like, there's, it, you can't. He is like your top three guy, and, well, and he's on it, your it, first line. So it, if he's going to crumble like that, there's there's and, no and way. And and but listen. that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I want Marner to be good because that means the Leafs are going to be good. I want the Leafs to be successful more than I want Marner to be successful. But he's been good every year he's been I, here. I, I know, but he's had two really shitty postseasons and he hasn't had to play in front of anybody to answer to it. And now he's got to play in front of people. He's played in front of fans in Toronto before. 
He played in no, no. Like I'm talking about the last two playoffs where he's basically disappeared. Right. Yeah. Right. And and he played one game against Montreal in front of 2,500 nurses who were just happy to be. Okay. There. You know what? One thing I want to say about that that Columbus year, like, um, that's the year when I, when I think people forget. That's the year that um, Babcock got fired. Right. Right. Like he yeah. got fired. That team was not playing well. Like that they were, team was, they weren't even really weren't they in the playoff spot when he got fired? They Just were out of curiosity. They were in a playoff spot though. Um, yeah, but I, I don't think I think they were middling. Like they were they were they were not. I think he got fired twenty games into the season or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And and um, they were like on a downward spiral the whole season. They were if the season had finished, there's a good chance they did, they wouldn't have even have made the playoffs. Right. So that series they played with Columbus was like a plan. That wasn't even the playoffs. No, no, I know. Yeah, was that was, the first? Right? That was the season. Was that season interrupted by COVID? Yeah. Was that the first yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. That, that was when that they was... had the they had the play in tournament right. in Toronto yeah, and Edmonton. Right, like right. the Leafs were tied for tenth or something, or like That's I right. think yeah. right, like they, they were not like that team was on a downward spiral. Right. So, so I know, again, that's what I try to say. It sounds like I'm making an excuse for this year. I'm making an excuse for that year, but I'm just trying to explain the year in context. You know what? I I think, I think, I I think, honestly, to go back, I think I thought that now that I think that that was the COVID season, um, that's really just two seasons ago. Um, So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I have not given this group enough credit. Um, or Keith even enough time. Maybe I, I, I recant everything I've said over the last well, couple Keith, of episodes. Keith one hundred percent hasn't had enough time. Like, well, like I said, he's had he's had half. He he didn't even start that season. Yeah. Right, and then it then it cut COVID, and then you got last year's stupid season, which I I still again, what I'm not trying to make excuses because somebody had to win the cup, right? But if it was a normal regular season, would Tampa have won two cups? I don't know. I really don't know. Tampa got. A different road right they didn't have to go through the same division and crap and whatever True. right and and they were they were not successful the years before covid so and now they want and it's the same thing like look at the dodgers right like the dodgers if they don't win another world series they only won that weirdo 60 mm-hmm. game season yeah right are you so, gonna look at that and say like oh the dodgers were some kind of dynasty winning the one world series anyway so, I, I so we're coming up we're coming up on time here we're going we're going really long uh, so um do should we all do these picks but i don't think we have time to discuss them in any kind of like full detail on this yeah so, so there's my um, i i got Tavares and and marner there's my uh, hot take stud and dud um i i think that's uh I, I think that um i'm gonna go with a dud but it's not gonna be a player um i'm and i'm worried that they're that their power play is going to be the dead, um, the way that they were historically bad uh, in the last, like I don't know, last quarter of last season. They got somebody else doing it though, though, don't they? I hope they so. T- they they took it know. away from what's his face. I um, just want them to take shots. I don't want them to to try to be as fancy as they as they always try to be on the power play. Just take shots. But well, they, anyway, they've, they've shifted Marner around too, which is supposed to help. Okay, well that's mine. Um, Stud, I don't, I don't even really know. I think that they're all studs, and I think that everybody, every individual player is going to have a good season. So like I don't se- really have sexy, a stud. Sexy, sexy studs, exactly. Yeah. Well, I think we'll close I think, off the show with you, Joe. With who oh, you think I, don't know. I think like, and this is like it's such an easy thing to say, but I think uh, Matthews, like all things being equal, if he stays healthy the whole year, I think he's going to have like a monster, like Pavel Bure season this year, mm-hmm. right? Right. Like, like he was on pace for like sixty-five goals last year. Yeah. If, well, if you're doing. Will he right. marry Candace Cameron though? That was the problem. Oh, no, that was that was Valerie. 
yeah is valerie she, she got she got the lesser beret yeah she got she got uh, beret light <laughs> yeah um i don't know it's like i i hate who's the dud who's gonna be the dud i don't know i just say kemp <laughs> yeah yeah sure he's only I, gonna I was, win he's only honestly, gonna win 60 percent of his face i thought like i thought i, I was honestly gonna say mikhaev right because he's this is a now. guy no, i know he's but he's hurt he got hurt yesterday i'm worried he, that it's gonna be one of the goalies actually I don't know. I think the goalies are going to be. I think they'll be fine. I think I, they'll I, be good. But I think they're going to be like you get above average goaltending from both of them, which I think is perfectly reasonable. Yeah, it'll be fine. You don't I, need you don't need like Carey Price. You don't need that on this team. No, I, I, I think I think Campbell's going to be good. I think Campbell's going to be really good. So let's. Uh, I think we did a we did a pretty extensive Maple Leafs talk this time. So let's let's move on to the last uh, topic here. Uh, so Will well, another topic. Yeah, Will joined a fantasy league for the NBA. How bad will will it suck, or how bad will you suck, Will? Well, it'll be bad. One, one and the same. Yeah, it'll be bad. It's gonna be horrible. I, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. Did Did I, you take Did you take all anti-vaxxers on your team? Yeah, I've got I've got Kyrie Irving in every slot. Let's just let, let's end there. We have five minutes here. Let's just take five minutes. Kyrie Irving is irritating me. He he's only playing half the games. His his team has accepted it, but he's going to get paid his full salary. I don't understand that. I, I I guess it's a collective bargaining thing, but I don't know why he's getting paid to to, to not play, um, in in half the games. It, it really bugs me. Like, I, and I'm shocked that it's like apparently there's a. I, I don't really understand it, but apparently there's some racial vaccination thing. Uh, historically, I don't really get it, but I'm surprised that it's the NBA that's going through all of this with some with some of their players. Yeah, I, I don't know. I um, look if you're gonna choose to not participate in the vaccine, as stupid as we all think it is, that's your right. It is your right, but your but employer, also, yes. your employer needs to hold equal rights, and especially if it's something out of your employer's control, where it's been mandated by the state of New York that he cannot go into an event facility unvaccinated, then the employer needs to have the right to correct that. And whether that's you suspend him for every home game so he doesn't get paid, or you trade him. And sorry, like Kyrie Irving, it's not just this year. Kyrie Irving's been a headache. He's been a headache for the Brooklyn Nets for three years. Last year, he just disappeared and took like four days off to go to a birthday party and then failed COVID quarantine and ended up missing like another two weeks. He's also a flat earther. Like this is not an intelligent guy. And, and, and and like I I said in our chat, he's a fucking head case Uh and he's in a glorified position. He's playing on an elite team with elite players. He's taking advantage. He's extremely selfish. And you know what? If I'm Brooklyn, I cut my losses. I get rid of him. I void his. I find a way. If I'm if I'm in the in the front office, I'm going through the fine print and the collective bargaining agreement, and in his contract, and I'm finding every means possible just to void his contract, uh-huh. get the cap space back, go get a better player, and let him go do what he's going to go do. Exactly. Right. Because the trade's going to be too complicated. Right. I don't know. I mean, yes, he's an elite player, and it's stupid to say no one will touch him because someone will take him. Uh-huh. But if that team happens to play in a state with similar state laws to New York. They're not. 
because you're not going to pay him to play half the season, right? And then he can't even play when they come to Toronto. So, so let me, yeah, let me yes ask something. Yes, he can. No. Yeah, there's no, they, they can't. They just have to, they can't, they can, they're, they're in a bubble. Is he allowed to go into the stadium though now under double yes. state? Yeah, is he? He just has to go from the stadium to the hotel and back. That's all he can do. He'll be in a bubble. And, but, but to that point, he'll break he, that. He'll break the quarantine rule for sure. Yeah. So I don't like, again, I know next to nothing about basketball, right? But is, is this guy, what he puts out on the field, is it worth? Well, they don't play in a field, but so that's okay, good, well, you know, good, 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 good basketball start. <laughs> okay, whatever. I already I started with I know nothing about basketball. How, I, how so, many how many scores does he throw? Is he, is he okay. better in period three or uh... okay? What he puts on the court is it is it worth the headaches? That he you played get from this with guy? LeBron. He played with LeBron James. And he won in Cleveland. And ever since then, he thought he's thought he was a superstar and wants to be the number one option. And he hasn't been successful anywhere else. Because because it, it kind of reminds me. Did you watch the um, the Michael Jordan documentary on Netflix? Yeah. The Last Dance or whatever. Kind of yeah. reminds me of um, what they went through with Dennis Rodman. Remember how like I think he disappeared for a while. Yeah, but he was elite though. I know. Well, that's it. I guess I, that's why I'm asking. Like, does is does what he put on on the court? make when, up for a, him being a giant headache what he Kyrie does in the pool jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> i'm hit, humoring you with this friggin' nba talk he hit four touchdowns in three periods <laughs> it's he um when Kyrie irving wants to be a good player he's a very good player the problem is about 70 percent of the time Kyrie irving doesn't care yeah. like he's just not he's a nuisance he's an absolute nuisance and, and I think this has to be, there has to be some sort of breaking point. And I think at some point, like the NBA might be able to, might have to get involved here because it's like, yeah, isn't the NBA, like, isn't this league run by the players? Yeah. But he, I mean, he, he's not acting in any sense of good faith here. And, and it really is like, you know what, then Kyrie just retire, like retire and take your money because you, you did this last year when you didn't have an excuse now you've got an excuse and, and like, I get that everybody's buddy, buddy, but that's going to end soon. you got to think at some point, Kevin Durant's going to go to Brooklyn management and be like, this is stupid, Like, get him out of here and get us somebody that we can play with. Uh-huh. Because, you know, we're, we're going to, we're going to run this conference and we're probably going to get to an NBA final and, you know, we're going to get to the NBA final and we're going to have home court advantage and he's only going to be able to play in two of the games. I think the thinking though is that by then he'll be able to play. Maybe, maybe. Uh, I, I, anyway, it's it just like uh, enough of this guy. Like, well, you know, on that note, enough of you guys. Yeah. So, Happy Thanksgiving. What I would say. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, bitches. Yes, and I will. Um, I have gobble gobble to, to you all. Yes. yes. All right. Well, I'll talk to you guys probably in five minutes. All right, cool. Next week. See ya. See ya. The way to dribble up and down the court Just like I'm the king on the microphone So it's Dr. J and Moses Malone I like slam dunks and taking it to the home My favorite play is the ad